Welcome to the Power of Love show sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Power of Love show sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. My name is Tita Jackson, and with me is my eldest brother, Taj Jackson. Good on, T. What is up, my man? We are live, of course, on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, you may also be listening to us via the podcast. Yes, this is also turned into a podcast after each and every show. Regardless of how you're tuning in today, we want to thank you for being here. Uh, today's show is a special one. I won't say exactly why, although I think some of you may know. Uh, I'll save that for our proper intro. But before I get into that, we have a disclaimer that I should be reading. And that is that we are not licensed therapists. We are just ordinary people who've experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it and we have learned from it. And what we like to do here is share our opinions in an attempt to help you get through whatever it is you may be going through. Saying that, if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Please do not just rely on us. So Taj Jackson, it's been what? Like almost three weeks since we've done a show. Um, I've been out of town, head over heels with some work stuff. Um, and I think, were you out of town for something? Did you have something? Or was it just on me on why we didn't do? Just There's me? The Vegas thing. Oh, maybe. Yeah, you went to Vegas for Uncle Michael's 65th birthday celebration. Yeah. So with all that said, we are back and ready for action for several weeks now. So that we should be good and, and there should be no, um, no further delays, no breaks, none of that stuff going on. Uh, for the foreseeable future. So one, one thing we like to do when we do these shows is we like to catch up on our weekly adventures. Uh, so Taj, I, I'll start with you, man. What, what's been going on the last week, two weeks, three weeks, since it's been that long since we last tuned in with our wonderful, wonderful viewers. Jeez. Um, well, I've been dropping the kids off at school and they go to two different schools. So that's kind of you know, <laughs> I don't know many parents have already experienced that, but yeah, the two school system where you drop one off, say goodbye, and then you go and drop the other one off. And by the time you do that, one of them is ready to get picked up again. And, yep. and, but besides that, like everything's going well. I mean, most of you can probably see I'm on a different, I'm on my iPad right now. My computer display decided not to work for, so it's, it's being fixed. Taj, what is going on with your computer? Uh, I literally, well, it just does It's only, it's less than a year old, so it's got fixed for free, basically. But at the same time, my display, it's a, it's a MacBook Pro, so you can't see anything. You know, you don't, your screen doesn't work, you can't do much in that way. So I decided to get it fixed, but it's been about five or six days without it, and it's supposed to be ready today, earlier, but it's going to be later, and so... I'm improvising, but I don't really like this angle and I'm seeing this shadow over my eyes. This is not, it's not going well. It's okay, Taj. You're here, <clears throat> you're here with us and that's what matters. Uh, yeah. Carol says, Taj went to Vegas. Yes. Um, and then family. Teresa says, I think I saw you in Vegas, Taj. Taj. You, you saw me and didn't say <clears throat> hi? Right. 
And then Amelia says, our wonderful Amelia says, love seeing those family pics from Vegas, Taj. Yeah, those it, Vegas was a great time with a lot of fun and stuff like that. Uh, I obviously don't like driving, so that's the only downside to it. But the in-between times, spending time with my families, it was obviously Kylie's first time there. Toria's, for, uh, I think Toria had been there before. I don't know. Taylor loved Vegas. Oh, that's 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 fun. Uh, Jennifer says it was great meeting you, Taj, and your beautiful yeah. family in Vegas. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, um, for me, in my last two weeks, I was in Hawaii in Honolulu, uh, filming some shots for a short film I'm trying to do. Uh, it was very exciting, a lot of work, but now that I'm home, there's a lot of catch-up stuff and organizations to do. So again. Um, the work continues and, uh, just low on sleep, but, uh, all is well. I have nothing to truly complain about. Um, you know, everyone's healthy and happy and, and that's what matters to me. Um, now Taj, we have a very, uh, cool show. Um, we did the disclaimer. We did the intros. Is there anything else we need to do before we move on to our, 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 topic for the day i don't think so no i'm ready to rock and roll all right well let's do this so on this very special episode of the power of love show we have an incredible incredible guest today and that is you yes you who are watching or listening from the comfort of your own home you are the guest at ddjf every member of our community is truly valued and we want to express our heartfelt gratitude by creating a safe space for open dialogue. In light of that, today's episode is dedicated to a community chat. And today's focus is simple, but important. It's a grief check-in, everyone. Our motto at DDJF is you are not alone. And we want to reaffirm that by checking in with each and every one of you. So let's take a moment to connect and see where you are in your grief journey today. With the hope, of course, that we can find solace and support in our shared experiences. So without much further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's dive into, today, into today's community chat and explore this important topic together. Your presence and participation makes all the difference in the world. So we are now going to begin this grief check-in session, and as we do, we think it's important to take a moment and reflect on our grief journeys. So as we begin the discussion, I encourage each of you watching at home to self-evaluate. And if you're comfortable doing so, share where you are on a scale of one to 10. One being quite low, 10 being doing okay regarding your grief today. I should say 10 being doing well, right? Not okay, because five would be okay, I think. So uh, one is you're not doing so well, you're not in a good place, you're mentally beat up, you're, you're down. Uh, ten is you feel um, you're handling it pretty well, okay? Handling it well. Ladies and gentlemen, please remember this is a safe space and sharing is optional, but could provide an opportunity for support and connection, not only on today's live, but for anyone who may come across this content in the future. While we hold space for ourselves and acknowledge our current state, let's remember that the range of emotions and experiences with grief varies from person to person. 
Your honest evaluation can help us understand and support one another better. So please feel free to share your insights and support for one another in the chat if you are comfortable doing so. Take this moment to recognize and honor your grief journey today. And while we wait to read the ratings of everyone's grief levels in the chat, I'd like to take this opportunity to pose a set of reflective questions to you, Taj, and the entire community. Most of these questions have been curated by the Dougie Center, which if you didn't know, is an invaluable resource in navigating grief for people of all ages. You can learn more about them by visiting Dougie.org or following on Instagram at the Dougie Center. And so, you know, Dougie.org is D-O-U-G-Y dot O-R-G. So Taj, my first question is not going to be a grief-related question. It's just since you are now manning comments and seeing, are we getting some evaluations, some numbers, some ratings? Yeah, we are. Okay, good. Um, just to let you know, yeah, unfortunately, this iPad doesn't do comments very well. I have to, like, change off the screen. But yeah, All good. All, all good, Taj. You are here. So we are going to highlight occasionally um, some of these numbers. Um, and, and, again, 1 through 10 being – 10 being you're doing very well handling your grief and one being you're not doing so well and uh, you're needing support, which is okay. Please, I don't want anyone who puts a low rating to think that, um, you know, it's abnormal or the world is over or that they are burdened or that, you know, there's no, uh, you know, optimism, no no wonderful future that can lie ahead. Please um, understand that we all go through grief and we all handle it differently and that we're going to have good days and we're going to have bad days. Um, I do feel that time slowly heals. I don't think it heals completely. Um, some of us have experienced losses that we think about every single day, several times a day, um, but that doesn't mean you can't live a life that is worthy of living and with purpose and with uh, with beauty. So that's important for me to say. Um, and I'm going to uh, maybe I'll highlight some, maybe not. I, 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 I unless Todd, you feel I definitely should or not. Um, but maybe we'll just leave it for the comment section on our YouTube channel um, or Facebook. But maybe I'll read some. With that said, Taj. Um, I had a question. Not a question. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of you saying time, you know, heal. I think what time does is that as the longer it gets, the more you learn to soothe Handle. your your, your injury or your mm -hmm. wound in that way, because the wound is always there. The injury is always there. It's just you've learned how to cope with it or soothe soothe it. It's like a coating over it, but that injury can is always there and always can be reignited re-injured in, in that way so i think the word heals makes it sound and i know we use heals a lot but it makes it sound like it's it's better like it's not gonna it can never go backwards in that way and i think with anything with grief there's as i always find out in august because august is a weird weird month for me and you and, and terrell in terms of that's the month we lost our mom but it's also uncle michael's birthday so, and it's also my birthday month area. So I go through a range of emotions in August from, you know, whether I want to celebrate my birthday as happy <laughs> or, you know, creepy that, but like, that's one where I'm like, oh yeah, you know, 
Then I go through the dreaded, like my mom's death days coming up aspect of it, which usually starts a, a week to two weeks where I start feeling some weirdness. And then I, and then it's like, a, it's on cue. And I just, then I'm like, oh, that's why. And then with Uncle Michael's thing, it depends on what it is. If it's a celebratory event like Vegas was, then I feel a lot better. But if it's not, if I'm at home or something like that, then I feel a lot more um, lonely or missing that person in that way. So it's really interesting how, you know, for me, that that's the month that like I do dread out of all the, the whole year. It's more of a month that kind of I go through that roller coaster, not throughout the whole month, but I know everyone's different. So I'm going to highlight a couple of, of these. Um, and Jennifer says, I actually hope that one day you guys might do a live like this. So that's beautiful. Um, so we have a lot of in the middle, five and sixes and sevens. And five, Sequoia says five, but it's mainly because I'm at a crossroads with my job. I'm thinking about leaving. It's my first job ever, but having trouble letting go. Um, Leslie says, well, I lost my mom on June 1st, 2022, and she was all my everything. How I'm doing is about three to five on the scale. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because one thing I've noticed, um, Carol, who has had to deal with a lot of loss, uh, from a friend's suicide to, I believe family and other friends, um, says she's an eight today. She's doing good today. And I, and it's, I, I'm, I wanted to highlight that because I know Carol's dealt with a lot of loss in the last several years. And for those who've also dealt with a lot of loss, who have been, you know, at a low number, um, just know that you, there may be some good days ahead where you may be feeling, um, a little better. So don't, don't, don't ever give up and don't ever continue to work. And Taja, one thing I want to say too is I'm happy that the correction you made because it's not, it isn't just time. It's, it's the, it's healing and it, it's the understanding and the time you could put into learning how to grieve properly. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think that goes a long way. I've made this no secret and I think we've talked about it several times that just doing this show has helped with my grieving process yeah. tremendously. Okay. It's given me more tools to lean on, not only for myself, but for my friends and families who, who are dealing with loss. Um, Amelia says too, she's, she's struggling today. Um, and you know, Amelia, uh, you know how we think of you and, and our heart is and soul are, are with you. Um, and you know, you you've had to deal with quite a lot and um you know i just take it day by day and and understand that um there's so much love for you and so much support and um yeah i don't know what else to say your, your situation is a tough one amelia but it's not one that i again i don't want you to ever feel that you don't have a beautiful life ahead um, you, you have beautiful kids and, and, um, always remember that. The kind of support and love. Um, Tori wants to know, what about us? Where are we right now? Um, I, I'm pretty good. I, I would say I, I'm eight, nine. Um, you know, it's, I, I think sometimes when you're quite busy, it, it can help deal with things. I don't know if that's the proper answer or the healthy answer, but I'm not really going through um, a, a, 
a new kind of grieving experience. Uh, I've been, um, so it's just about dealing with old grievances and um, sure there's family and friends that are, that are struggling with health issues, but um, nothing that is terminal and nothing that, at least that I am aware of. So, so far for me, I'm doing quite well. Uh, Taj, do you want to answer? Um, I'm doing fairly well right now. Uh, probably, I would say eight, eight, yeah. eight, eight, approaching nine. I mean, I think for me, what's what helps is you know having a new baby. You always see things through through a different perspective. Yeah. In that way, and and a baby a baby smile can bring up your whole day. It's true. It is really. I don't want to say we're weird. It's just interesting how life works and that the cycle of life. Yeah. And this little creature, <laughs> this Love baby it. has so much to look forward to in that way. She's just starting off and, and that. And so it, you really do think, see things from a different perspective. But as I said, in August, I went through all different emotions in that way, way low numbers to middle numbers to whatever. So it just depends. Um, Jennifer says, sending hugs to everyone. I love that. Yeah. Jennifer, another Jennifer says, I think we all have found a safe place here in sharing our grief. The check-in today, the check-in today is so needed. Thank you. Um, Carol says, this group has been very good. It helped me through my losses. Amelia says, you guys in this group provide so much love and healing. The universe brought me here today. Um, and then Carol also says, Christmas will be hard. It will be the anniversary of Daniel taking his life. I told my friends to distract me on Christmas until New Year's. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Teresa says, I had two first cousins to pass away within a month, but I'm doing okay today. Go ahead, Taj. What were you going to say? Saying, I think it's also important that we just all, you know, come together as well. And I mean, just, I don't want to say just blame it on social media, but just to add what what's going on with the world and what's amplified and what's not amplified it is it's there's it's really hard to, to remain positive in general just mm -hmm. with everything going on so if you do find that positive group or positive force or positive person you know hang on to them too and and, and be there for them like they are for you in that way because there is a lot a lot of negativity out there um, sending love and condolences. Um, D. D says, I lost my uncle Leroy and my cousin from both sides of my parents' family. Family. The funerals were last week. Um, sending you so much love. And Carrie says, coming up on one year next month since my Nana passed. So it, that's why it's about a five. Um, you know, and, and the I, I think these kind of shows are important to let everyone know that we're all you know, either dealing or going to be dealing with loss and grief. And um, no one is exempt. No one is um, escapes it. It's just a matter of when it will be our time. And, and the more tools we can learn and the more we can understand that we have each other's back and we, that you are not alone and everyone is, is going through something similar, although different, um, the better off we will all be. I truly, truly believe that it's, you have to have the right mindset. Um, Taj, I'm going to ask this question to you first. I also okay. want to ask it to the community. Um, so for everyone in the community, please 
answer the question in the comments and I'm going to highlight some of those. But the question is, Taj, what is one word you would use to describe your grief? My grief? And, yeah. What's the one word you would use to describe your grief and why? Um, it's it, Okay. I, I know this is a podcast, so I'm not going to let a lot of dead air. But I would say uh, one of the things I learned is just it's grief can be very isolating, if that makes sense. And I've learned that so that I, I, I don't do that anymore. I don't. And it was because I didn't want to bother other people with my grief and my, you know, my downness aspect of it. But I learned that's one of the worst things you can do because then you're isolated, you're alone and, and in general. But that's what I that used to be my go to was just so isolating would be my word for grief because my natural character is not to, to burden people with my problems in that way. And grief in itself is just so lonely um, just by nature because you've lost something, whether mm. it's the person, whether it's the job, whether it's whatever it is, some, you don't have something anymore. And that yeah. means you're already feeling bad and then take isolation into the equation. So I would say that would be the one thing that I've learned and overcome from is don't isolate myself in that way you know um as as we've talked about these these things have helped a lot these doing these shows in general um jack loves is so true taji i do that too but i'm learning to not do that as much um and then a couple others isabel says sadness and so does alicia alicia says sadness because you're never going to see them anymore yeah um yeah, that's very valid. I think this is a common answer and reason, especially when you're um, in the thick of it. Um, Sarah says consuming. Consuming. It's, that's a great word to describe it because oftentimes we don't, we don't see it as consuming until it happens and it truly is consuming. When you can't really think of things, you don't want to get things done, you you don't want to do things you may normally do. It can be consuming. Um, Carrie says heavy. Love that. And uh, Tiffany says surreal because it still doesn't feel like my parents are gone sometimes. Um, roller coaster from Sequoia because sometimes I can think of my loved ones and smile. Other times it, came, it can bring me down and make me sick. Absolutely. Denise agreed. Roller coaster. Um, Sarah also says lonely. Um, what great words, everyone. Sarah says roller coaster. I really like this the roller coaster because for anyone who hasn't experienced a serious grief, I, I would definitely say roller coaster is an accurate call. Um, you're gonna be sad, down, um, heartbroken, um, just going through a really tough time when you lose someone. Um, but that doesn't mean you're not gonna ever laugh or ever feel good again. You may have those moments more fleeting. It may not be as as much as you may want, but I truly feel in time it it it, it I don't want to say it fixes itself, but it really seems to balance itself out a lot more. Um, but there's still a rocky roller coaster throughout life, especially in the beginning stages. So stay strong and and understand and know that going in. Um. I would equate it to because if we're going to use the roller coaster metaphor, I think it's 
the the roller coaster early on when you're dealing with grief you're basically you can't see the track in front of you like you can't you're not prepared you're just you're just, you're just going with the roller coaster if it goes up you go up if it goes down you go down you're kind of a passenger and yeah. as you live with the grief you kind of can anticipate the the you can kind of not see the tracks but you can kind of prepare yourself like as as i know august is going to be a bad month for me or whatever you can so it's like you're still going to go through that roller coaster but you're a little more whether it's prepared or or more veteran in a way but in the beginning you you definitely feel like you're just on the you're a passenger on the ride and you have yeah. no control of where, where the roller coaster is going to take you um a couple of things there's a couple of comments patricia says melancholy because i'm alone in my head constantly thinking about the loss and what i could have done better while i had time Ooh. this is this is a, a a strong statement because i i can completely understand and relate to that i think that's one of the biggest things when we go through losing someone that we love we go through we wonder did we spend enough time did we spend the right kind of time? Do we say the right things? Did we, you know, did we, were we able to say goodbye properly? Those are all things that, um, that enter our minds. So what is the takeaway? You got to do it now. You got to be there and, and reach out. Don't be afraid to call that person. Um, reach out to them, spend some time with them, um, especially our elders. Um, it's super important because there will be a time when we don't have them. And we want that is this is a real thing um it's guilt it's it's you know a lack of i read a book called um the wisest american the wisest something and it talks about that basically it interviewed multiple i think it was like 15 to 20 elder people who are close mm. to dying and it asked them what do about life? What do they regret? What do they what do they appreciate? What do they are they happy they did? What are they mad they did? Where you know all those kind of questions. And this was a very common theme that they wish they would have spent more time with their loved ones, and with their family, and not pursued their job or career so much. So it's a real thing, especially as we get older. Mm -hmm. um, anything you want to add to that, Tosh? Because there's another comment that I'd like to get to, but no, yeah, I want to make sure. Okay. Lena has a great comment and Lena says, this might sound strange, but I feel like I've been grieving for my father who is alive, but his health has declined so much. It's scaring me about the future. Such a heavy and strange feeling to have. Very valid, Lena. Um, you aren't the only one. Um, all of our loved ones, not all of them, but a lot of our loved ones, especially when they're elder, older than us, grandparents and parents, we can see this. We could see them getting a little bit older, and sometimes it could be tough to 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 watch, strictly because you know that that you know they may be passing soon, or they may you know develop a disease that that limits their ability to live life to their fullest as they age. It's all real stuff and stuff that we have to kind of uh, understand and and be prepared to 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 handle um in everyday life so i just thought this was a great comment mm. um jennifer says my grief is resilience i keep on going for my own well-being i have found being a plant mama healing i love that i love that you found something that's healed you and i think this is something uh jennifer that should be trumpeted is that 
if you are struggling with grief, if you've lost someone and it's been some time and you feel like you're not making any progress, you feel just as down, sad, lonely, overwhelmed as day one, consider trying something unique and different. Consider trying a new hobby. Pick up a new friend group. Do something different. Change your life. Um, you know, maybe change what you wear, maybe change your route, change your vehicle, change, um, change can sometimes help us get through the next, uh, get to the next phase and, and help us understand and deal with it. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's going to cure it. I'm not going to say you're not going to think about your loved one. I'm not going to say you're not never going to, um, wonder or anything like that. All I'm saying is sometimes that little bit of change or picking up a new hobby can really uh, do wonders for us in the healing journey. I think that's one of the reasons why I always say that the best kind of change of that is doing it in honor of the person, because then it's like it, it rewrites your brain and into, instead of the sorrow aspect of it, if it's something that you enjoy to do or you learn, wow, I didn't even know mm. that this was going to be fun or, or I was going to enjoy this. Now there's a different memory in your brain associated with that person and that. Um, and it might take a risk, you know, if for those that are, don't like risks and stuff like that, but that's part of it too. In that I know when, um, when mom passed, uh, just in school in general, I was definitely shy and I vowed that I wouldn't be shy anymore. It was, mm. you know, in that way, because that was the one thing that could stop me from performing would be my shyness. And you know, you kind of fake it till you make it, but it was one of those things that I I did that knowing that I was going to change, you know, almost, I mean, we talked about this before, but I, I, I made that switch in that way. And, and because we were, we were doing this career in honor of our mom, you know, was something of, and I knew that I, if I didn't get over that hump, then I was never going to get over it. I mean, you're talking about someone that was shy to perform in front of people. And then, but so it does, it worked for me in that way. Uh, Toria says 30 lessons for living, tried and true advice from the wisest Americans. That is the book I was referring to. Um, I wasn't, uh, I got wisest Americans, didn't okay, I? That, 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 <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, though, that's a fantastic book. Not just for it's not really a grieving book. I, I don't want to categorize it as that. But if you aren't grieving and if you just want to make sure you're living life in a very, um, I think, in a proper way with, you know, I would strongly suggest reading this book. It's one of the better books I've read in the last decade. And um, it really did help my perception of things and helps me. Um, focus on what really matters in life. So I would strongly recommend this book. Um, Isabel says, every time I say goodbye to my dad, I think of doing it special because it might be the last time. This is because this is I didn't say goodbye to my mom. Yeah. yeah. Understood. I mean, a similar situation for us, Isabel, at least for me. You know, we didn't have an opportunity to say goodbye to our mother. So when I talk to my father, I make sure you know, I, I, I'm checking on him, making sure he's, he's taking care of his health and telling him I love him because we don't know. And that, that goes both ways. It's not just because my father's, you know, um, older. It's also for us, you know, and, and try to continue that on to even your kids. Um, Bernadette has a very profound and, and impactful comment. 
She says, hi, TJ and Taj. My eldest daughter has been gone 16 years, yet it affects me mentally and physically. I feel isolated. I deal with my grief completely alone. This is hard um, for me, Bernadette. I, I, you know, it's, it's hard for me because I can kind of relate to dealing with grief alone. I have two brothers, of course. I had other great family and friends, but... I was shy, and I think Taj is a similar way where we didn't open up. We didn't talk to a therapist. We didn't really talk to family, or at least I didn't, about losing my mother. And um, so I can understand grieving alone. And that is why since doing this show, I think it's also been impactful and healthy for us. With all of that said, um, you've went through, you and Amelia went through, you know, the hardest loss I can ever imagine, losing a child. And um our biggest hearts and love and condolences are sent to your way. Um, so, but thank you for saying this. Thank you for reaching out. Um, it's going to bring um, some, some comfort to those who may be in a similar situation. Because like I said, every single time, it's even though this happens every day, multiple times a day, um, obviously thousands, if not millions of times a day for people, um, Grief is such an isolating experience that you really do feel like it's just you going through it. So um, I'm curious to know, though, Bernadette, is is dealing with the grief alone, is that a, a choice you made or you make? Or is it one that you just feel comfortable with? Or is it one that just because of circumstances, that's how you find yourself getting through um, this process? I'm very curious to know that if you are okay with answering. If you're not, please feel no um, pressure to answer. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, ben, who says, hit the like button, everyone. It's important to do, right? It helps others who may, be, who may need this content find it. So thank you for the reminder, Ben. Um, we have Sequoia who says, I think healing is not about the scar disappearing, but about you accepting and able to handle or just to the injury or loss, if that makes sense. It makes complete sense. And and I love this, Sequoia, because I think in our minds, we're always thinking it's healing. You know, there's a process that's going to make you good again, that's going to make you back to how you were. But it's not like that. You have to accept and, and you have to be able to handle or just to the injury or loss or whatever it is that is is hurting you. Um, it makes complete sense. And I, and I really think... Uh, important to say so thank you Taj I have another question for you yes with your grieving in your life what's been some hobbies people's um, people or activities that has helped you um, with your grieving um obviously as we've talked about the the podcast because I was someone very it kind of forced me to talk about it yeah I, I don't think naturally I would have talked about it we do you and i and carol we come from a background that's very shy to talk to strangers yeah we have trust issues in that way rightfully so because it could end up in papers <laughs> newspapers yep. tabloids but um i would say for everyone else you know that could be a great avenue but for me just i didn't trust i just trust issues so this this has been so therapeutic this show in, in general because not only do i feel like i'm helping others but i'm helping myself as well in that and talking about certain things that i've never talked about in that way um 
I would say that was probably the most important thing. Obviously, comedies. Like mm-hmm. I try and do something completely opposite of sadness. Like, if, like so, if you're sad or, or lonely, I try and do the opposite of that, and and try and at least pull myself midway in in that. Because even when you don't want to laugh, you know, there's a comedy. It's like you might get that one smile or that one, you know, where you just feel like, okay, that was funny in that. Um, mm-hmm. It just takes you a different way in, in that. I That used to be Three Stooges for me, but since Uncle Michael passed, I haven't really watched the Three Stooges as much. Um, mm-hmm. That will change, I know, but it's still too new for me in that. Um, I, I would like to know, I'm going to... Uh... By the way, I'm going to bring up, I'm going to mention my hobby, but I'd love to hear from you all too, um, what hobbies, activities um, have, have helped you with your loss and grief. Um, for me, I, I would say really outdoor life, walking. Uh, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to be biking for 10 miles or, or swimming, um, but just getting outside and moving and seeing, really connecting with nature. Um, whether that's hikes, um, you know, anything like that has been very beneficial for me. Whenever I'm able to, I go towards the beach um, and and just, you know, just try to connect with the sand barefoot. That seems to really help me. It really does. That's one. And the other is um, activities, staying busy, um, really being active, sports, basketball, um, running. Um, I think there's something, and I know we've had some type of experts explain this, but I'm, so I'm not going to, but there's definitely a connection between activity and, and physical movement, whether it's yoga, whether it's running basketball, like I just said, and, and helping with your grief. Um, it's a very powerful connection and something that I think we all can, can incorporate more in our uh, recovery or in our healing. Georgina says, that's so true. TJ started dancing dance classes to keep my mind away from my grief. By the way, I grieve because I couldn't get over my damaged marriage. It helped me so much to feel joy again and changed my life completely. I love this. It's, it's, it's so true. And the thing that's hard about this, Georgina, and, and I'm so happy you were able to get through, but for so many others out there who find themselves um, I don't want to say handicapped, but in, in a rut where they don't want to do anything. They just sit on their couch or stay at home because they, they're in such a bad mental place. If you can find a way to, to do it, to go for it, you will feel this energy and this, this community oftentimes. You know, in dance classes, you'll have other people there. or It could be the dance teacher, yoga, um, Pilates. There's a community and beyond just this community. And that's something, again, I want everyone to understand. We have a great community here at DDJF, but have several different communities. Don't just have ours. There's no limit. You never know what community is going to bring what to you. So um, I'm I'm loving this, Georgina. I'm so happy you found your dance crew and and classes. And it's a healthy thing for you. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Bernadette did respond. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, I, I'm going to find it. I will find it. 
Um, I did. Okay. Bernadette says, I lost my eldest daughter and my mom within a year. It's been years, but I still feel isolated. But I have to still be a mom to serenity. It's hard for me to trust others. I only have serenity now. Understood, um, Bernadette. And again, sending you so much love. Um, so much love and condolences. Just please, like I said earlier, please don't stop living your life. Please don't start stop going places, seeing the world, seeing things, experiencing things. You never know what can you can find um, by doing that. You never know who or what will will help you get through and and live your best life going forward. So I am so happy you are there for serenity and i know you are there 110 percent, which you should always be but i also want to make sure you are taking care of you um, because that's something that i think often happens and maybe todd you can speak on this because as the big brother you've often felt like your loss had to take a back seat to making sure we your younger brothers were okay and i think obviously it's from my side, it's commendable and it's understandable why. But at the same time, you have to um, make time for you and live your life as well to heal the way you you need to heal. Yeah, I mean, that, honestly, that was all I heard in my in my head. You know, because I was that was what was so important to to mom was you know I would always hear you're the big brother, you got to set the example, you're the big brother, got to take care of your younger brothers. I mean, she would say that throughout life. So when this, when it hit, when mom was no longer here, that's all I heard in my head was that it wasn't a matter of, I didn't have another option. Um, that was what a big brother does in that. And I knew it was going to take a backseat to my emotions. I'm still learning about that. But at the same time, uh, I, it's, it's, I think, you know, Bernadette said something about trusting others too. I just, for me, it was about, I didn't want to get close to any, like you, you have, you have closeness issues in terms of, you know, fear of losing someone else important to you in that way, where you, you don't want to put all your energy into something because you're scared that it might go away. And that was the one thing that I had to deal with in, in that. And I still am dealing with that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Denise says, my mom has been gone 27 years and my uncle sent me a picture of her that I had never seen before. And I felt like I had lost her all over again. Grief is strange. Yeah, yeah it's very strange. And you know what? Um, I can relate to this, Denise. Every now and then I'll get a picture of my mom that I haven't seen. And it, it can, obviously it's beautiful to see and to have and to, to be able to, um, keep, but at the same time, it, it can it can bring you down in a way of, of realizing that you don't have this person and how beautiful this person was and how amazing it would be to have her in my life today. Um, so 100% grief is very strange. Um, but I will say this. I truly feel um, seeing and, and reminders of a person you love, no matter how challenging or how where it could take us mentally, is a very important thing and a beautiful thing. Um, and anyone who's dealing with loss, I encourage you to not only obviously accept, but to um, look forward to and embrace reminders of your lost one. I truly feel it's the best way to heal. I've had this discussion with Taj many times, and this is where 
one of those very few moments where I actually give him kudos <laughs> and say my big brother knew something I didn't know. But in handling the loss of my uncle Michael, it was hard for me to wear any Michael Jackson gear or or to see it or to listen or to celebrate it in a way that not that I didn't I absolutely adore my uncle. It's just it brought me to such a sad place instantly because I felt like he should be here. And and it was tough for me and it put me in a bad mindset. But Taj was seemed like he was always a bit different. He always took those opportunities to celebrate and to wear Uncle Michael's shirts and blast his music. And uh, I think by doing these shows and having these conversations, it's helped me realize that that is the route to go. And and now I'm there as well. I, I can do the similar thing. And it's... Um, it's it's helped with my my grief. So Taj, if there's anything you want to add to that, please feel free to. Well, I, I just think of Uncle Michael. I think of mom as well. I don't think I know knowing them, they wouldn't want me to be sad. They wouldn't want me to be grieving with anything. They'd want me to be happy. And so that's one one of the reasons why I decided. Look, you know, celebratory is on the opposite side of grieving in that way for me, and I could choose which one I want to do and. And it's not an easy thing in terms of some people that are that are in the grieving process right now. But it 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 might seem so far away to celebrate someone that you just lost in that way. But there's little baby steps you can you can do stuff in honor of them. You can make food that their favorite food or try their favorite food that you might have never tried. And yeah. something nostalgic that brings back them back in some way or another, where you get a little piece of the puzzle of them again in that way because as time goes by like those puzzle pieces become even more valuable like every picture we find of mom that's new is like a gold mine in a way for me yeah yeah um jack love says taj is so wise he's the older brother i always wanted oh. you know jack love he is pretty so cool you read that out loud I <laughs> You know, Todd, I'm in a giving mood today. And, yeah. and Todd, Todd is pretty cool, Jack Love. He, he's always been this way, too. He's always been that stable-headed, um, big-picture type of brother. And, uh, you know, it's I, I have to give him his credit. Every now and then, I got to give him his credit where, oh. where it's due. Um, the glass has this... always been half um, full for me and not half empty. Just in, in, that's just how I am in that way. And, and I just... I I. I'm so happy with this community because this community is so uplifting and supportive, not only for us, but for everyone else. And I think um, if, even if you just open yourself up a little, um, you'll find a lot of reward in that. And I, I had to do that with my friend, Heather, who was literally not a friend at that point, but we had shared um, common losses in that way. And she became one of my best friends from from grief and in that way and it was me it was me opening up to this, not a stranger because it was someone that went to our school but it wasn't in my immediate immediate friend group it was someone that was a friend of a friend in that way but it just i'm so happy i did that because that was very you know that answered a lot of questions and and all that stuff as well um we have this, and then we're gonna wrap up soon. Uh, this is a question from Brandy and Todd. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you answer first, um, and then I also would like the community to throw in some advice as well. But Brandy says, "My mom passed seven years ago unexpectedly. 
I do have her urn, and her wishes were to be buried with her parents. It's hard having her urn a daily reminder. I'm just not able to let go any advice what to do. Uh, I think I understand the question. Um, and I assume her parents are still alive and therefore she can't be buried or yeah no i think because she's um she's was cremated okay okay they see she's not buried with her parents okay i have some advice but i want to let you go first taj if you have uh, any. i honestly this is i have a friend that's dealt with something similar or dealing with something similar i would say for me i'm going to be very consistent I think in all honesty, your parent um, who passed would want you just to be happy in general. And whatever would get you through the day is really, as a parent, that's what I would want. And that it would, um, I'd have wishes, but at the same time, if I knew those wishes were gonna bring my children more sorrow, then I would be like, okay, bypass my wishes and be happy. Or if this brings you closer to me, then this is what you need to do. I love that, Taj, because I think that's spot on. And I think that is the advice. Um, Brandy, I don't know if you are a parent, um, but as a parent, and if you are, maybe you can relate or understand. We just want our kids to be happy and to live fruitful, as pleasant of life as possible. So regardless of what I may want for my kids or what I want them to do, first and foremost, I want them to be happy, good people. And assuming you're a great person, which I truly think you are, Brandy, um, I think next is to make sure you're happy. I, at this point, I truly feel you should do what's going to make you happy. If that's putting the urn into a different room, if that's um, whatever is going to make your heart happy, I think that's what you should do. Um, in terms of any permanent decision, I think that's my one advice would be is to take your time with that. Is because the one thing I don't want you to do is make a permanent decision. And then, um, you know, uh, what's the word? I'm regretted. You know, so so it's kind of like what the advice I give to my kids. Uh, especially my eldest son who's considering a tattoo. It's one of those things where you spend your time to really make sure this is a decision you want because once you do it, that's it. And um, it's it's a similar advice is, is whatever you decide to do, just take your time, especially if it's permanent. Otherwise, I'm with Taj. You, you got to take care of you. And, and that's what your mom would want you to do is, is to make sure you're happy. Um Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to look. Uh, Sarah says, I think, I don't know if this is for us or Brandy, but either way, we will all take it. Um, and Brandy says, thank you all. Truly appreciate this advice. Um, ooh, Isabel says, that's why I asked Taj, how could I avoid my child to suffer my grief? So as I did, and he gave me the answer that made me start recovering. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, it, look, in general, and I think as I get older and more of a parent in that way, it's 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 
it's reconfirmed, but I, I always just know in terms of how mom was with us, it was all always about her boys and, and making her boys happy. So it was, it's easy for me to think that way. And, and, and that, that the last thing she would want is us stressed, wondering, sleepless nights of, you know, quest, second guessing certain things on her behalf in that way. Um, this is some good suggestions. Um, Jennifer says, suggestion, maybe you can take some of those ashes for yourself and put the rem remainder with your parents. Mm. Well, in this case, your grandparents, right, Tosh? Uh, I, we got to go back and see. I don't. I think so, because it's uh, it's um, the mom, Brandy's mom. So I think so. But I love that advice. Yeah. Um, Su Suzanne says, Brandy, maybe you can keep some of her ashes and have a piece of jewelry made with it. Then you can have her with you and also honor her wish for the burial. Um, I love this. This is why I love y'all. Um, Miss Silent Siren says, maybe split it to keep some with herself and the rest to put away to grant her mother's wishes. Love it. So I, I think it's all um, great advice. And, and again, uh, Carrie says, could you keep it somewhere out of view? I understand that as well, you know, until maybe you're at a point where you feel you can handle it easier. And again, there's no shame in that. There's no, do not penalize yourself or get on to yourself because of how difficult or how you may be responding to situations. I think that's one of the biggest things is that we have to be easy on ourselves and under, and let ourselves grieve the way we need to grieve. Um and we're hardest critic. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's really tough. Um, okay. I thought, I think that's, I think that's it. Right. I think we, we can, uh, Sarah wants to know, can we do more of these grief check-in episodes? You both are wonderful, tender and motivating hosts. These guests on here are also so dang bad. A. I'll just do that because I don't like to swear. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's funny because my mom was, she was a tough one and she was like, you better not. So my yeah. mind instantly goes to her all the time. Yeah. Um, and then one more thing though. Um, again, Jennifer says it right. I see Brandy, take your time with your decision. This is an important one. So Brandy, yep. that's a big one. Whatever you decide to do, think of it for a bit. Don't rush it. Um, all right. That's it. Right, Taj? Yes. Okay. Anything else you want to say besides we'll be there or be here next Wednesday for a new Power of Love show? No, I see. Uh, I would like to say to the community in general because you're such an amazing community. I keep mentioning this, but there's a lot of um, love, but a lot of pain in this community because I see a lot of loss in that, and we're here for each other, and I, I think that's an important thing in it because um, I I thank everyone for supporting me, but at the same time, I want to send that love back as well. Uh, okay, I'm going to wrap it up, Todd. I'm going to say thank you all for participating in today's community chat. We truly appreciate each one of you who shared your stories, memories, and thoughts about your lost loved ones and grief. Uh, we want to provide you with some more valuable grief for resources to further support you on your journey. Of course, firstly, we invite you to visit ddjf.org. Our website features a comprehensive list of grief resources in case you didn't know. Um, and these resources can offer guidance and assistance. You may also consider joining our private Facebook group with over 500 members who support one another on their grief journeys. 
And additionally, don't forget to tune in, of course, here on the Power of Love show every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where our discussions cover various topics under the umbrella of grief, aiming to provide insight and comfort. Now, if you're looking for additional context, again, we recommend exploring the Dougie Center at D-O-U-G-Y dot org. They also offer podcasts called Grief Out Loud, which delves into further delves further into the subjects that we talk about here. For those who enjoy reading articles about grief, whatsyourgrief.com is a fantastic resource with an extensive collection of categorized articles. Okay, that's it. We sincerely hope that today's community chat has been helpful. From the, from the look of it, you guys want more of these, which is cool. Um, we hope you leave here feeling more supported and less alone. Please remember, everyone, you are not alone in your grief journey, and there are resources out there available to assist you along the way. If you ever need further support, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Take care of yourself and know that we are here for you. Sending so much love your way. Adios, everyone. Taj and TJ Jackson signing off. Bye. <laughs>